This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wow, it, it, what a great podcast today. Stu is uh, here. Pat is back. Uh, we, we, we also had Jason Whitlock, who talked a little bit about the NFL. He said that he, he thinks the NFL uh, vaccination rules are going to make stop and frisk look like the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, I wish Joe Biden was here to say that's not hyperbole. No joke. I mean it. It's a fact. Look it up. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, Joe Biden is not here. However, his son is cashing in. uh, And meanwhile, his daddy decided to uh, to let a few things go with the Chinese. We're not going to continue to investigate and press charges against these these so-called Chinese spies. What? What's the big deal? It's pretty amazing what the Justice Department uh, has backed off on uh, just in the last couple of days. All the little investigations that were going. We'll tell you more about that on today's uh, podcast. And we we actually started with um, a salute to women. Because, I mean, if you're a progressive woman... My gosh, you have to love what's going on because they've made all of your dreams come true. That's where we begin on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome back to Mr. Pat Gray, who has been on hiatus and vacation Mm -hmm. for the last week. Wow. 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 World hasn't changed at all, has it? No. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. We're thinking about the masks coming back. Yeah. We got that going for us. Yeah. In fact, uh, as we were driving through St. Louis, they were reinstituting the mandate. Yeah. Did you so, Did you put yours on? I did not. You no, did not? No. I did not. Even though they were reinstituting Even though they were reinstituting Today it's it, mandatory. And we were on their freeways. Wow. We said, nope, I'm we, not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. Wow. You are so, a rebel I am, living on the edge. I am How are the people of Missouri uh, and uh, and in Illinois, because you were up in that area? Yeah, I was. How, uh, how are they doing with the mask thing? They're they, done with it. They're, they're done. done with the web. Yeah. They're <laughs> really? done with the mask thing. Really? We went all over Missouri, Kansas, Illinois, Iowa. You know how to have a good time. We do. Yeah. We do. We yeah. saw more cornfields yeah. than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> and I've been shaking sticks at cornfields for and quite a while. Does it work? Or no, no, it really is not as much fun as no. advertised. <laughs> That's but, weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Nobody's wearing a mask. Really? Nobody. A few mm. waitresses, yeah. but that's it. Usually in the restaurants, they weren't even wearing a mask. But I will tell you the thing that is going on is the employee shortage at restaurants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It Huge. is critical. Uh, many restaurants completely shut down because they can't get enough employees. Which and is it's, crazy. It's, it's not because of COVID. It's because they can't get the employee, which might be sort of related to Might COVID. be sort of. Might sort be, of maybe. related in a yeah, way. I'm shaking my stick right now uh, <laughs> At that, to see if that's you, what it is. And you keep yes, shaking it. Because yeah. um, I think it might. I think it's on to something. <laughs> I'm not, but the stick is. Yes. So, uh, you know, there's a there's mm. been a lot of go- uh, stuff going on while you were away. Don't know if you heard, but uh, 
that we, uh, we're, we're, not, we're going to be uh, relegated to the ether uh, if, we, if we ask questions now that the CDC or the White House doesn't want us to ask. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. W- why would you ask something like that? Sure. Uh, sure. It happened uh, the other day with, uh, with Jen Psaki being asked a question she, she didn't really like. Vaccination status of employees? Well, they're vaccinated here in the White House Medical Unit for the most part. Go ahead. I'll call Kelly. I'm sorry. I'll come to you next. Two questions. One, this administration has long claimed that you're trying to be the most transparent history. If that's the case, why won't you just release the number of breakthrough cases that you've had of vaccinated staffers? Well, I think first we're in a very different place than we were six to seven months ago as mm. it relates to the virus. Yeah. Uh, and as many medical experts have said, inside and outside of the government, uh, those who are vaccinated are protected from serious illness. Most are asymptomatic if they are individuals who are vaccinated who get the virus uh and uh you know we are in a different place uh, in terms of the impact of individuals who may have as you said breakthrough cases but why not just provide the number are you trying to hide something no but <laughs> what is the why do you need to have that information case of transparency why do you need that information here in the white house well, first, there are uh the cdc tracks and let me give you this information too and she goes on the to answer CDC questions tracks. that were not related to that one right but she doesn't like that question but she didn't like that question why, why did would... they need that why did they need that question under the uh, 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 trump administration yeah uh, right yeah why do any of us need any question answered <laughs> by you isn't that what we're supposed to do and then you answer them right. I, I thought that's how it worked <laughs> what is our range <laughs> yeah, what am I? You answer questions yeah. and I ask them. Seems like you make $174,000 a year to answer the questions yeah. I ask. And we should point so. out, she is our employee. She yeah, is not right. like, people could look at that. It's completely because, been flipped on its yeah, head. Yeah, it's been, it's it's a it's a position that's responsible to the public. The press secretary is supposed to give us information. It's not a campaign official, which is what they've become over the past couple decades. That's for sure. But I mean, she's supposed to, her job is to get Mm -hmm. information from the white house to us. It's not to defend president Biden. It's not to ask why you need that information. No, No, because I just want it. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Plus, it's my job to get it. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Plus, the American people want to know. How about that? (laughs) Crazy. It's just uh, unbelievable what's going on now. But like everything else, it's been completely flipped on its head. And we apparently have no right to any information anymore. It's almost as if everything is inside out and upside down. Isn't it, though? Mm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the goal was to create mm-hmm. enough chaos mm-hmm. to turn us upside down and inside out so you won't recognize anything. It's absolutely happened. It's absolutely yeah. happened. And they've taken their mask off, too. They don't care anymore. Well, they should put that mask back on because Fauci <laughs> no, says they should put that right. mask back that's on. Right. That's I've, right. I've, I am not as anti-mask as I thought I was. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about wearing my mask uh, into stores and, you know, any place that says you have a mask. I'm going to wear it and I say, yes, I wear it as a hat. <laughs> that doesn't. I'm not sure that's exactly I what I think it's like a little for. Amish hat. I think it's like one of those little. <laughs> it is a nice hat. It's it a is. nice hat. Yeah, it it's is. It's a very nice hat. And it stops the, the satellites that are spying on your brainwaves. 
uh, potentially oh, yeah. deflects it? some of that. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't. I already checked. Oh. It doesn't. It Darn doesn't. It. I yeah, thought t- that too originally, and then I I started doing some research on it. I'm like, damn. Well, because I thought the tinfoil works as a conducting. <laughs> it uh, does. Device. It it's, does. It, it's it what does. the government wants you to do to yeah. avoid the brainwave uh, tinfoil detection. hats. That's why they've been pushing it all these mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, did you hear <laughs> the um, the audio of of Fauci? defending the funding now of yeah the wuhan lab yeah mm. yeah no that last, didn't happen guys Th- no that, that was last happen. week oh that's was. last week listen to this audio critics say the wuhan lab experiments were nonetheless risky whether or not they fit that category and obviously the chinese government is not a good faith partner they're not allowing transparency they're not allowing a real investigation everyone but so the it's a chinese matter of policy going forward given that the chinese government won't allow any real investigation do you still think the U.S. government should collaborate with labs like Wuhan, especially on research that experts consider risky? Hmm. Well, you know, Jake, if you go back to when this research really started and look at the scientific rationale for it, it was a peer-reviewed uh, proposal that was peer-reviewed and given a very high rating for the importance of why it should be done uh-huh. to be able to go and do a survey of what was going on among the Mm. bat population because Mm. everyone in the world was trying to figure out what the original source of the original SARS-CoV-1 was. And in that context, the research was done. It was very regulated. It was reviewed. It it was given progress reports. Uh It was published in the open literature. So I think if you look at the ultimate back rationale why that was started, it was almost as if you didn't pursue that research, you would be negligent right, because we were trying to find out how you can prevent this from happening again. Mm. You'd uh, be negligent uh, but if yeah. you didn't do the research that they didn't do, according to him. But it was all peer-reviewed and watched carefully and monitoring. Uh, so, you know, it was done carefully, but we didn't do it. But we would have been negligent had <laughs> we, we not do it. Yeah. Has what? there ever been a bigger lying sack of crap than Anthony Fauci? I, I don't know that there ever has been. Is there? I mean, is there anyone? Oh, yes, there has, has been. Has there? Really? Yes, there has been. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he's just, uh, pl- um, uh, uh, pl- say it for me, proliferate. Pl- uh, he prolific. Just does a, yes, he's prolific. 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 Yes. He, does he is that. a prolific yeah. liar. He is. Uh, yeah. um, you know, it's a broad, broad, it's very narrow. It's only about right. COVID, but it's very broad inside <laughs> that narrow category. Yes. Wait, it's almost think, everything he says. Is yes. anyone questioning what he said? Like, no one's questioning whether, like, this research was started to begin a pandemic. Like, no one thinks that, like, they were like, you know what? Let's start a pandemic. We'll start some research to get it going. Yeah. Like, no, everyone nobody understands said that. That the idea start with at the false the be- premise. Right. The beginning of mm-hmm. this, yes, we can understand why you'd think about this. But he continually does this and plays these semantic games where, like, they said, okay, gain-of-function research is banned. And so... Hey, let's go through a process to try to justify that this isn't the the definition of gain of function, so we can do it. No, they did that after, right? You know, the, they started the peer review. Ta- yeah, all mm-hmm. said that it was that it was right. gain of function, and it was peer reviewed. Yeah, I don't it, know if you heard the that. The documents, but it the was papers, peer reviewed. Peer reviewed, okay. but they yeah, were good. titled good. gain of function. Yeah, but they were peer reviewed right. and, <laughs> and closely they, scrutinized. They peer reviewed their way into get to being able to do exactly. the research. Exactly right. right. They had their they set up their own guidelines. Yes, and then they said, "How do we get around these guidelines?" Correct. 
And so they got around the guidelines. Then the after the after it was quote unquote a success, then uh, they had to publish a paper on it, peer reviewed paper, by the way. Mm-hmm. And in it, it said that this um, uh, this was done before, you know, the United States held back the funding, even though we gave back the funding mm-hmm. back to them. Um, and it said, but a a peer reviewed review was done by peers right and they looked into it <laughs> yeah. and this one can continue oh that's good to hear so that's good to it hear. was peer-reviewed the whole time and closely scrutinized and like that's a <laughs> like the question wasn't even about that it was about should this continue in the future and he wouldn't even he didn't even come remotely you don't, close need, that. To answer you don't the question. need that answer uh what you need is how many peers of mine have uh, reviewed, reviewed it this. okay yes. Now, yes how I, many peers have reviewed lots it? a lot lots is okay. it peer a vast though? majority of my peers wow yeah really yeah how many peers do you actually I have? have more than i can count okay why do you need that That's question i don't yeah, need yeah, that, that question yeah i, I, I withdraw the question thank I withdraw. you you're getting a little hostile yeah here. I, pre- I, uh, I apologize why are you questioning i shouldn't i shouldn't apologize i'm sorry i would accept your apology but you're white and so you can never do enough to apologize it's just thank you Welcome back, Pat Gray. Uh, nice to have you back in the uh, studio. Good to be back as well. Are Thank you still hosting that program called Pat Gray Unleashed, available everywhere? I am. It usually happens, in fact, just about every time, right before this show. What really? Boy, how mm-hmm. would people, how would one acquire this Why are you asking that show? Why do you need that question answered? Well, I guess I <laughs> don't know the people. But I'm that. willing to. I'm willing to. It's, uh, wow. you know, you could you could go to the Blaze Radio Television listen to it there mm. or anytime wherever you get your podcast that sounds convenient wow. usually it costs about 130 dollars to download it but right. it's uh, free now we've discounted it 100%. this 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 man Whoa. is magnanimous this man wow. has gone oh, the extra yeah, mile incredible. even just answering mm-hmm. a question that shouldn't have been asked in the <laughs> yeah. first place. Sorry. you're welcome the best of the glenn Beck program I don't know about you, but I I I love the Cleveland uh, 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 Guardians. Love that name. I think they had to be hammered. I think th- I, my guess is that the, those involved in changing the uh, Cleveland Indians name said, "I can't. I I cannot. I cannot do this sober." And so. You know, maybe maybe, you know, one of the head guys was out on the bridge and like, you know, Bill's going to kill himself. If we change the name of the Indians. No, he's not. Yes, he's out on the bridge right now. <laughs> standing next to that big that big statue on the. Br- hey, maybe that's it. That statue's called the Guardian. What are we calling the Cleveland Guardians? <laughs> Now, I believe that's the way it happened, and I would like to submit some evidence. The, what, are you, what did I tell you saying? The Cleveland Guardians already taken. There's another team called the Cleveland Guardians in their own town. And they even have their own website. Nobody, 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 no, nobody checked the dot com thing. 
It does seem like an important idea to check ClevelandGuardians.com well, before you only name. if you believe in the internet. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if you think a there's passing, a future. It's a passing trend. Yeah, if you yeah. think the interwebs have a it's future, a you usually would go to ClevelandGuardians.com, which is a male roller derby team. And I, 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 I never <laughs> thought of that. I know. You'd think before you book Tom Hanks to come in and narrate your launch video, you go to the website. What kind of attorney do they have? I because they had to go and search Cleveland Guardians I, before, did they not? I can't believe they didn't. It had to be, maybe it was one of these things where the where the owner of the site was like, screw you guys, if you change the name, I don't want you to have it. And they've, they've already given up and they said, well, we'll name it theclevelandguardians.com or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what they did. But all, all I can tell you is you should probably have control of the website. This is why it's difficult to rename a team now. There's a guy in Washington who, you know, predicted... Uh, as it turns out correctly, that the world would become much more woke and the Washington Redskins would no longer be allowed. And so he went out and he bought WashingtonWhatevers.com and came up with a hundred different things and booked oh all of them. Gosh. Now, they what, what they wound up doing, they couldn't come up with a team name and they've decided to just go with Washington football team. Which is hilarious. I, 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 think, I have that one. WashingtonFootballTeam.com. <laughs> surprising that was one of the things he didn't have. Right. That is weird. I actually think that one turned out to be brilliant. And I liked it at the time. Most people hated it. Now, I would have preferred staying with Washington Redskins because all the complaints about them were stupid. But if you had to change the name, I like Washington Football Team because I'm an NFC East fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I, my dad was a Giants fan. One of my good friends is a Redskins fan. Everyone here is a Cowboys fan. No one on earth calls them the Washington football team. They just keep calling them the Redskins because there's no substitute. They, if they came out with the guard, the Washington guardians, eventually people would transition. No one calls them the football team. They either call them Washington or they say the Redskins. And so essentially the, the team in a way has not really been renamed. At some point, the woke left is going to notice this I, I, and they're going to make them change it again. I have, I have a feeling that <laughs> Cleveland, the Guardians, haven't really officially changed their name either. <laughs> this is the best of the Glenn Beck program and we really want to thank you for listening. With its COVID protocols, the NFL is implementing medical Jim Crow, and Joe Biden loves it. That's from the latest edition uh, of uh, the Blaze podcast from Jason Whitlock, who's joining us now. Hi, Jason. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Happy Monday. Yeah, thank you. So I've been, I heard this uh, about the NFL over the weekend, and I'm not qualified to talk about it at all. So I thought I'd let you and Stu talk about it. Let you and Stu talk about it, you know, for the people who, you know, want something halfway accurate. Perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here to do it. This okay. Is... So what do you mean by modern day Jim Crow? Well, uh, to be quite honest with you, Tucker Carlson coined the phrase medical Jim Crow. Uh, a couple of months ago, he was talking about how these COVID restrictions are going to negatively impact black Americans because we are the most reluctant by all the data. All the data says we are the most reluctant to take the COVID vaccines. And we're seeing it play out in the National Football League. The, the, the NFL has implemented some rules in terms of, even if you're unvaccinated, 
and you breach any of the protocols they set up, including not having your mask on 24-7 whenever you're in the building, you're going to face a $14,000 fine. If if your team has some kind of COVID uh, outbreak that involves an unvaccinated player, your, your team could be forced to forfeit games and paychecks. All of this, all of these restrictions, based on the data and the research and who's getting the vaccines, are going to disproportionately impact black NFL players negatively. And it's how these COVID restrictions, again, the, the left loves to talk about, oh, Jim Crow, voter suppression. It's Jim Crow 2.0. And it's, look, these rules requiring an ID are going to negatively impact poor black and brown people. And it's all BS, uh, Glenn. I have yet, this, this whole voter ID deal, it's a victimless crime in terms of I haven't seen any proof that black people are showing up at the polls and being turned away because they have no ID or they're sitting at home, oh, I got no ID, I can't do voter mail or whatever. It's all garbage. What actually is legitimate is what's going on with these COVID restrictions, but you won't hear anybody on the left talk about it. Okay, so why is it that the, the black community is is the worst at not getting vaccinated? Uh, no group of people has been preached to hmm. more aggressively, don't trust the government right? than black people. Stu, we were right. <laughs> Stu and I were talking about this this morning, and we are like, if you're black, why would you take it? You're being told everybody is trying to kill you. Here, take yeah. this vaccine. And look, there have been examples of the, the, the Tuskegee syphilis project that, you know, from the 1930s that really damaged black men. And we were basically lab rats. Yeah. Uh, and so that's part of our history. But again, it's part of our history. What's going on today is corporate media and the Democratic puppet masters Every day telling black people, man, this government is out to get you. It's systemically racist. You have no shot. And so it makes perfect sense for black people to say, man, I'm not going to trust an experimental, an experimental vaccine that hasn't gone through all the proper normal uh, protocols and channels that vaccines go through before they're issued in mass it, it, it makes perfect sense for us to be the least likely to go get the shot so why then is the media attacking trump supporters when that's not it's not even true why are they going after people um <laughs> and not mentioning blacks and hispanics which are far yeah. more less likely to get vaccinated because all the corporate media does is lie, and they particularly lie about race issues, and they want to demonize, oh, my God, there's this Delta variant, and it's Trump supporters. And, and again, it's almost like there are two dishonest messages confusing black people. One is uh, the government's out to get you, and, and they're, they're plotting every day on how they can kill you. And two is, oh, man, these Trump supporters, they're destroying America for you, and you must hate them because they're your mortal enemies. And, and Glenn, I, I'm, I'm going to go to my death saying Trump supporters and black people 
are natural allies. Mm-hmm. Both groups need to wake up mm-hmm. and, and understand we're we're not the elites. And, and I, I, you know, it's Glenn Beck is worth a gazillion dollars. I'm worth a lot of money. I get when people say, oh, well, you guys are elites, too. Our mentality is an elite. Uh, you know, our faith in a higher power makes us humble ourselves and have a different worldview. And so even though I'm wealthy, I'm not an elite. I have a working class mentality. Well, you and- know, it, beyond that, I, you know, I don't think it matters when we're all saying everyone should have the same opportunity and shot. I don't unlike uh, Donnie Deutsch, who came out. Can you play this for Jason? who came out this weekend and said this. Imagine the arrogance to say this on TV. Look, whether it's a mandate on mask, a mandate of vaccine, is at this point, there is a percentage of the population that, who cares whether they're angry or upset about, that this is just, there's 330 million people in this country. We need to protect ourselves. And as, and as, as Willie and Alicia mentioned, look, there's, there's been mandates on throughout time. I grew up having to get a smallpox vaccine. We all did other vaccines also. So I'm done worrying about what people think. I'm done worrying about is there going to be a firestorm, whether it's a mandated mask, whether it's a mandated vaccine. There's an idiot percentage of this population that just needs to be told what to do and guess what wow i think that's yeah. elite that's elite that that's certainly an un-american sentiment it's also a dangerous sentiment when when again that's someone who arrogant self-important thinks he's smarter than everybody else and it's literally that I, I promise you I wake up every day hoping I don't make a fool out of myself with something ignorant that I do, mm-hmm. and that's my system of checks and balances to make sure that, that I act normal. I, I just don't have that superiority gene that Donnie Deutsch seems to have, and a lot of people on the left seem to have. They're just smarter than everybody else, and the rest of us are just blessed to be in their presence. In your, uh, in your article, you talk about um, a player from Arizona and Tampa that – uh, spoke out last week about this and yeah. you said we can't be cowards and sheep forever what do you mean well deandre hopkins the arizona cardinal wide receiver has expressed his reluctance and concern about the vaccine leonard fournette who plays with tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers just won a super bowl he's tweeted out he doesn't want to get the vaccine and i i just think that what initially started out in corporate sports media was they were going to frame Cole Beasley, this white wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He was the first to, to start speaking up, and he, he was actually doing it probably on behalf of his black teammates who were probably too afraid to speak up because they just don't want to deal with the social media backlash. And so the media was going to frame like Cole Beasley. He's the only one as white guys and he's a Trump supporter and, you know, he's against the vaccine. And, and so I'm just glad to see DeAndre Hopkins and Leonard Fournette express what I know many black people think and feel. The data backs it up. That's how we think and feel. Certainly in those, those NFL locker rooms aren't immune to what the rest of us think and feel. Ezekiel Elliott 
you know, the Cowboys running back came out and said, look, man, I grew up in a family where none of us got vaccinated. We, we just didn't believe in any, of the <laughs> in any of the vaccines. And that's prevalent among black people. And we don't, we, we got to quit being in fear of the social media mob and the left framing us as idiots or sellouts or whatever. We got to man up like DeAndre Hopkins and Leonard Fournette and Cole Beasley and speak our truth. So do you do you actually believe you said that um, this COVID-19 uh, is is going to make uh, the Emancipation Proclamation? I, I'm trying to figure out what I, what I'm trying to find it. Go, do you remember what you wrote? Yeah, I yeah. said that these restrictions that the NFL are implementing are going to make uh they're going to come off like stop and frisk in old New York. Or they're going to make stop and frisk feel like the Emancipation Proclamation in Juneteenth wrapped all into one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And do you believe that? Uh, To some degree, yes. Now, look, I'm being entertaining in a column, and I want to say things that people remember just like you did. I did remember. Well, I barely (laughs) remembered it, but that was the line that stuck out. Yeah. Um, and it's just an analogy to like this is the same way we complained about stop and frisk in New York. It's targeting black people, targeting black people. This COVID restriction, it's targeting black NFL players. The the, the data speaks for itself. Mm. Uh, Jason, thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, is it OK to be happy that the Team USA is not doing yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't write it in my column, but I was rooting for France. Right? I don't want to see these guys on a medal stand irritating me. I, so I'd rather them lose than get on the medal stand and do any type of protest and irritate me. Yeah, it just felt wrong because I remember, you know, rooting against the Soviet Union. And I've never rooted against the America, you know, the American team. And I'm kind of there. I'm like. Yeah. I don't want them to win. I don't want no. them to win. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. He knew right where I was going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.